woman has accused Joe Biden of sexually assaulting her in the 90s. We'll tell you about the allegation. Also, a new report says Liberty University students are coming down with COVID-19-like symptoms. And finally, Drew Holcomb's kitchen covers are raising money for a good cause. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's relevant. It's relevant daily. Relevant daily. Relevant daily. It's relevant daily. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Huckabee. Welcome to the new Relevant Daily, where I bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up. But first, Jesse Carey is going to tell you why you should be listening to our new church leadership podcast called. Each week on Called, leaders, pastors, writers, innovators, and activists like John Eldridge, Julia Veach, Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Darius Daniels, Kim Walker-Smith, Boz Dravidian, and a ton of others join us to discuss ways that pastors and leaders can make more of an impact in their congregations and their communities. Not only will you hear about important issues that church leaders deal with every week, like worship and outreach, but also ways that pastors themselves can be more equipped in their personal lives, like talking to John Mark Comer about mental health and soul care, or finding out ways that pastors can better protect their marriages. If you're a ministry or know someone who is, make sure to check out our church leadership podcast, Call. All right, here are today's stories. First up, a woman has raised serious allegations against former Vice President Joe Biden. I want to give a content warning here for anyone who's sensitive to these issues. Last year, seven different women came forward to say former Vice President Joe Biden had touched them in ways that made them feel uncomfortable. Three of the women came out only after Biden addressed the initial allegations in a video posted to Twitter. At that time, Biden pledged to be more mindful of what he called, quote, gestures of support and encouragement that I've made to women and some men that have made them uncomfortable. While none of the women said that Biden's attention struck them as sexual in nature, they all said they'd been made to feel uncomfortable. But now, in an interview with a podcaster named Katie Halper, one woman says there was more to her initial allegation than she felt comfortable sharing at first. Tara Reid says that in 1993, Biden pushed her up against a wall and digitally penetrated her. When she recoiled, she says Biden said that he had thought she, quote, liked him. Biden's campaign has vehemently denied these allegations. Reid is a former Senate staffer. She told The Intercept that Time's Up, which is the organization founded to help women survivors of sexual abuse tell their stories, had declined to help her with her own allegation. Time's Up is a 501c3, and the organization says publishing allegations against the presumed Democratic nominee could jeopardize its legal status. As Reed told Newsweek, she is now, quote, looking for something more existential to not have to keep a secret because it's somebody powerful. Biden's campaign manager and communications director, Kate Bedingfield, called Reed's allegations false and encouraged reporters to, quote, rigorously vet those claims. She expressed confidence that they would be proved untrue. Marianne Baker, who served as executive assistant to then-Senator Biden from 1982 to 2000, also rejected Reid's claims. She said, quote, In all my years working for Senator Biden, I never once witnessed or heard of or received any reports of inappropriate conduct, period. Not from Miss Reid, not from anyone, she said to Newsweek. Reid said at the time of her allegation, she told her mother, brother, and a friend about what she says had happened to her. 
Reed's mother has passed away, but The Intercept contacted Reed's brother and her friend, both of whom recalled her story and expressed regret that they had not encouraged her to speak out at the time. Reed said she considered telling her story in 2007, when Joe Biden was announced as President Barack Obama's running mate, but was anxious about the attention it would bring to her young daughter. But she says the Me Too movement emboldened her, and Biden's frontrunner status has made her feel a sense of urgency. She's a lifelong Democrat. She supported Senator Elizabeth Warren and is aware that her allegations may provide ammunition to President Donald Trump's re-election bid, but she claims her goal was to set a broader example for women her daughter's age. She said, quote, it's for her generation. You should be able to have the freedom to speak. Meanwhile, in COVID-19 news, Liberty University is under scrutiny. President Jerry Falwell Jr. has made much of his decision to keep his school's campus open to returning students, even as most of the nation is battling the spread of the coronavirus through self-isolation. Falwell's decision and cavalier attitude has ignited a firestorm of controversy, including a scathing op-ed from a Liberty professor and an announcement from the Lynchburg mayor, who says Falwell gave misleading statements about his plans. But now, the head of Liberty's student health service, Dr. Thomas Epps Jr., said, according to the New York Times, that nearly a dozen Liberty students are sick with symptoms that suggest COVID-19. Three have been sent to local hospitals for testing, while another eight have been told to self-isolate. Now, it's important to note here that since the publication of this report in the New York Times, Liberty University has put out a statement denying that Dr. Epps actually said these things. Falwell did tell the Times that the school, quote, will be notifying the community as deemed appropriate and required by law. Now, Liberty moved all of its classes online as required by Virginia's self-distancing guidelines, but Falwell had decided to leave the campus open to students who wanted to return to the dorms. Initially, around 1,900 students had returned, but the Times reported that about 800 have since left, although Falwell didn't know how many of them had gone home and which simply moved to off-campus housing. Falwell spent weeks dismissing concerns about COVID-19, even floating a theory that it might have been a North Korean plot on Fox and Friends. His stamp seems to have rankled local Lynchburg residents, including Mayor Trini Tweedy, who said, quote, we had a firestorm of our own citizens who said, what's going on? She told the Times. Falwell had brushed off the criticism as politically motivated. He told far-right radio host Todd Starnes that, quote, we're conservative, we're Christian, and therefore we're being attacked. Now, Liberty University has since published a statement online accusing using the NYT of using, quote, sensational clickbait that increases traffic. According to the statement, Liberty is not aware of any students in its residence halls testing positive for COVID-19 or, in fact, being tested at all, much less any residence hall students having sufficient systems of COVID-19 prompting the need to get tested based on our current CDC guidelines. The statement also says that Dr. Epps, quote, denies he ever told the reporter that Liberty had about a dozen students sick with symptoms that suggests COVID-19. Finally, in some lighter news, Drew Holcomb is helping out-of-work musicians with many self-isolated concerts. Drew Holcomb and his wife Ellie are doing a series of late-night cover songs to raise money for their own team and other out-of-work musicians. So far, they've covered songs from artists like the Avett Brothers, Casey Musgraves, Johnny Swim, and Tom Petty. They're asking for tips and donating the proceeds to music industry folks who've been hit hard by the pandemic. Here's a clip of one of their kitchen covers that you might be familiar with. I have spoke with the tongue of angels I have held the hand of the devil And it was warm in the night I was cold as a stone 
But I still haven't found What I'm looking for And I still You can and should check out more of these at Drew Holcomb's YouTube page. To read more about these stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure you head over to the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Uh, finally, subscribe to our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.